what it is. What's up? Got, got your nigga in the cut. God damn. It's a, it's a happy Wednesday. Yeah. It's a wacky Wednesday. Yeah. That's actually ableist when I think about it. <laughs> but it is a very happy Wednesday. I'm yes. in high spirits. Better than yesterday. Dude, I, I don't know, like, where... I was yesterday versus where I am right now. I'm like, Completely girl, different. you need to control your emotions yeah. as well because yeah, the gaps can't be this wide. Dude. But how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I am like, I think one of the reasons why I was like down bad yesterday, I think I still am a little bit, but like I'm better. Like mm-hmm. I'm significantly better than I was yesterday. Um, it's just like I'm feeling, I'm just, obviously I'm tired. Always Obviously, that. always. <laughs> that's a that's that's a standard, an everlasting standard, bastard standard, of a condition. Stuff. But I think on top of that, it's just been, you know, yeah. Like I think there's just something in the air as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah definitely. I don't think sure, it's sure. just us. I think we're all feeling tired. I think we're all feeling like yo, we are over this whole thing. I think there hasn't been a break between, and we keep saying this, there hasn't been a break yeah. between last year and this year. Yes, and exactly. we need some sort of like significant, hopeful yes, event yeah. that will separate the two. Yeah. And I personally think that this, the vaccination stats... Mm-hmm. that we're seeing yeah. that have been added onto Zuelim Kiza's graphic. That yeah. man is working hard on Yo. Canva. He's putting in the work. <laughs> like that, 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 that new vaccination stats, I think it's giving me a lot of hope. Yeah. And the bigger it grows, the better. And, and also just seeing like less... Re- hospitals uh, um, are celebrating. Dude. Like, like hospitals are celebrating. Who would have thought we would have seen that? One week without a COVID case. One Man. week without a COVID death. One that, day. Like one day is One day is a lot, dog. You know. So considering the fact that um, over the last few months, so mm. almost now a year and yeah. a bit, COVID has claimed more than 500,000 lives. Yeah. That's more than World War One, World War Two. We yeah. need to duck times, duck times, duck times. But anyway, um, rehash how are of you? how oh, are you? I'm alright. Like I'm in, <laughs> I'm in high spirits, and yeah. I think anyone who interacts with me, follows me on social media, or engages with me on social media yeah. knows damn well that this is because of the changing of the name of Port Elizabeth, yes. as well as Utenig, as well as um. What What's this? Uh, take the airport. Yes, um, uh, the Port Elizabeth Airport has just been changed mm-hmm. to the name of a chief uh, Khoisan leader who was very instrumental in the resistance against colonization. Yeah. Uh, died in 1850, I think, or 1854, something around there. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, as uh, 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 in exile in Australia. Oh, wow. um, so they were imprisoned on Robben Island in the 1830s mm-hmm. um, because of their resistance towards colonization so it's a coy leader and even though the name might sound afrikaans we need to stop yeah. like thinking that afrikaans is limited to dutch settlers yeah, or even what sounds like afrikaans, yes yes is limited. Yeah. so secondly it's that um east london airport got changed to king palo airport yes, which is yeah. really cool told Palo he's unfazed. I don't think he understands the significance significance of that as of yet. And then secondly, Um, Port Elizabeth got changed to Kibeha, or if you are extremely attached to the idea that Port Elizabeth Kosa is incorrect, Kibeha for some, because they want it to have that 
um, old Xhosa pronunciation. Yeah. But I grew up um, hearing people calling uh, the township that I was raised in and the township that my family lives in, yeah. mm-hmm. Um So Qibekha is the closer word for the Barkins River, which flows through Port Elizabeth, and I'm imagining was a source of life yes, for yeah. many um, in, in, in Woma Township, which also has the Xhosa word Qibekha. Yes, so initially, yeah. Woma Township was known as Qibekha, and it's, it's, it is one of Port Elizabeth's oldest townships alongside New Brighton, which is known as Ilali Ebomvu. Mm-hmm. And I think this is very significant for me because growing up, knowing the rich history that the township has and like the amount of resistance that yeah. they've had over the years before and during apartheid means quite a lot to me because I was actually chatting to my dad about it we come from like a poverty stricken environment where there is so little hope yeah. in the face of constantly being exposed to so much abundance and wealth. So Woma Township is one of the only townships, if not the only township in Port Elizabeth, that so happens to be literally surrounded by affluence. Yeah. So during apartheid and even before, there were multiple efforts to remove black people from the township itself. Yeah, so they Yeah, there's even a train track that goes through um, that separates the township yes, from yeah. the birds. It's, it's such a clear. It's a clear separation. separation I've been there a couple of and times, and it's yeah. The, no, the it's separation wild. between the poverty and the affluence yeah, as well is so jarring. Clear. Like it's so you face. can imagine how much that does to your psyche when, first of all, to access um, your job or to access school, you literally have to move between the two every single day. Yeah. But outside of that, I. I was doing some reading, and in 1984, the township that was surrounded by the richest white people only had 15 taps at the time. (laughs) So you can imagine the the levels of poverty, and I think something like this, I'm hoping it's going to inspire a new sense of hope. I'm hoping that it is one step closer to doing more. For ownership, right? yes, like of where we can say this literally, is ours. This literally, is our because land, because I really believe that for the first time, like this morning when I woke up, I felt very like patriotic about where <laughs> I come from because all of a sudden it's not the city that's named after a uh, random guy, uh, Rudolph or something, Duncan's wife. Yeah. It's actually a city that's now named after a township that I come from, yeah. which bred. Um, my parents and has uh, has contributed so much in terms of the political um, intellectual landscape of what used to be Port Elizabeth. Yeah. I'm beaming with pride. Like I'm very excited. Rightfully. And I'm hoping that there will somehow be more investment. And even yeah. if there isn't, I think the changing of names is very important. And that's why we protested for that during exactly. Fismas yeah. 4, right? Because it's that sense of belonging that you you were speaking to. Yeah. And it's also that sense of there have there have been people who, who wants, worked. But also who wants to see co- guys colonial residue. It must nice. go. It must go. It must go. It must go. People are like we must remember uh, sorry, we don't want to remember. So yeah, that's like one of the most exciting things that's happened this week. But on the negative side, Siv Savannah. <laughs> also, why Savannah? Like, why Savannah? Where does that come from? Because he knew Savannah. Savannah, the ghetto. I think one of the greatest dangers of moving forward as a society is constantly the fact that there will always be a cis heterosexual man yes. or a man who 
we know as cis heterosexual who will benefit more than the marginalized who have broken down the walls for us as a society to get to a place where certain things are acceptable and certain people can be treated with more dignity. I think men like Siv Ngesi have clocked how to constantly benefit from that. He benefited from being a Model C exemplary, it's gone. Exemplary. Thank you. (laughs) Citizen, right? Where he is often the only black person in the spaces that he occupies. And who broke those barriers? Who broke those grounds? We as young black women Mm -hmm. who come from spaces where we know what it feels like to exist as a third-rate citizen, Mm. know very well that there are some doors that black women work so hard to, 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 to like, kick open, and black men will waltz through benefiting. And Siv Nyesi is so used to that, that now he has gone above and beyond, and he is, like, encroaching on the queer community's Mm -hmm. Ground with all of his privilege and he's taking up so much space and he's claiming everyone is misunderstanding his intentions and that doesn't make sense to me. Personally. His responses to people calling him out Mm -hmm. and his responses to, first of all, deliberately only choosing people who are praising him and responding to that, but also like the amount of silence over the years when certain things are happening, but also the way he chooses to defend things, which is something that like, I have grown to constantly like look at the most mm-hmm. how you defend things and how you show up for marginalized communities actually says a lot yeah. because when there is like rampant homophobia which is always there but yeah. when it's like a little bit more hyper visible mm-hmm. a man like Siv Ngesi will literally post two gay guys kissing and then be like retweet this retweet this to piss off a homophobe today and it's like Oh, you truly believe that baiting and bringing out homophobic views from people somehow it's helps somehow the queer change. community exactly. in some way. And I, that guy has always defended yeah. in that way. Yeah. And I think it's so sick and so narcissistic and so messed up because the hate that he is like antagonizing people to bring out yeah. isn't directed at him. He's protected from it. Exactly. So, he is actually very wild, and I think that's where I'm going to end my comments, but yeah. I also feel like... I concur. Um, Adidas needs to take some responsibility if Please they love. actually... Because I, th- I do think Please he is love. an Adidas athlete. No? I, I do think he is sponsored by them. So if they actually sent him stuff yeah, and paid that's... for that shoot, then that's messed up because there are so many queer people yeah. who have been openly supporting the Beyonce drops Man. and they should have gotten that opportunity. Yeah. So speaking of Icy Park, eh. look, Misha blessed me with the bucket hat. <laughs> I would bring it and show you guys, but I'm too lazy to get up. And it's lush. It's very it's lush. Heavy. It's, it's big. nice. It's, it's like Makoti material. Like I love it's it. heavy. It's, I love it. I love it, but I'm, it's just awkward now after. Yeah. But I'm also still like, I'm not a hundred percent with, happy with Adidas's distribution yeah. and marketing strategy Period, for yeah. Ivy Park. I do feel like, yes, this time they did choose, mm. um, p- like, Foyan, yeah, shout-outs. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think actually Foyan was the only person who I was like, wow, amazing, amazing, great choice. Oh, and, and Viola, da- well, not South Africa. Oh, Viola, Viola Davis, Davis was, was an amazing, amazing choice. Like, that. actually, yeah. Viola Davis is the only person that actually looks good for me in this job. She looked amazing. Ama- it, it looks so good against her skin color. I, I actually just realized, I was like, whoa. It's I wasn't amazing. fully so beautiful. impressed with this job. I think because it's winter clothes, yeah. it was it we were all priced out well me as a problem i was priced out i can't imagine myself paying 1500 rand personally for an adidas hoodie Mm -hmm. i would rather invest that money in like maybe a local designer or a more established brand yes uh okay established sound weird sounds weird because adidas is established but i just feel like the technology wouldn't be there for me to spend 1.5 on an Adidas hoodie. Yeah. I also feel like the sizing was extremely disappointing. You could yeah. tell that those clothes, like me personally, for a person who's small, those clothes weren't going to sit well. The tailoring would have probably damaged that. Yeah. But also bigger people for the first time felt that there were more sizes, yeah. surprisingly. And they actually were, because I saw yeah. them, like, I don't know, I don't, I don't think they went up to triple... F- Four, four X's. I don't think they did, but they, they went... So I'm happy... Compared to the different... The other drops, yeah. I'm happy because of Although that. Although it still wasn't. But adequate. also, it still wasn't the it most, wasn't but adequate, also, yeah. South Africans are short. Eh, Uhuru's video for reference. <laughs> Go search Not Yet Uhuru and watch her video trying you know on the Ivy you. Park we, pants. You know, that was just... That was hilarious. It's the walk for me. It was the walk. So Which I, was just so different. But you look beautiful nonetheless. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next job. Yes. And seeing I what, what they bring. summer job. Yeah. Yeah, because winter we can't afford. No. The jacket was like close to 4K. Mate. For Adidas. Said never that. No way. Even that like that scarf. I really wanted that scarf. That faux fur yes, scarf. Yes. That I said, too, I can't. Mate. It's 1.9. I was like, I just can't justify spending 1.9 right now when my house needs me. You know, I just can't. So, I no, mm-hmm. I'm currently working on my mm-hmm. place. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm, you, know, you know, you have to, when you're grown. Yeah, you have to gauge. <laughs> you, have to, you have to gauge. You know, I'll treat myself next month or something. Yeah, whatever. not with this um, one. Speaking of Uhuru, she is one of the people that pioneered Clubhouse CBD, which we... It's we, really cool. Yeah. I, 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 I joined for like, maybe it added up to like two hours yeah, in total. I I, it's cool, man. Yeah. Like I can't wait until Twitter does Twitter spaces because yes. then we can do some really cool things without yes. our community having to download a third-party app yes, and yeah. without Android people being, being left, out. left out. But you, yeah, you can speak on club on the Clubhouse thing. It's really dope. Yeah, it's really, really dope. Uh, if you don't know Clubhouse, it's a currently iPhone-only app now. where people have... Houses, <laughs> rooms, <laughs> rooms, yes, it's like a house party, yeah, like a house party but without but the video, without the video, and then you're just like talking, and obviously, the no games and whatnot. And you're just like talking about different uh topics. You can add people as listeners, some people can sort of uh, listen in. I mean, not add people as listeners, but add people as speakers, mm. and then other people can just be listeners. Um, yeah, it's pretty all right. Like, I mean, I tried to get into it, I've, I've had it for a while, but I think the problem was that you know, it was a lot of industry people yeah 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 and i'm I'm personally really i'm really bad at like uh um you know starting with my career yeah i'm I'm really really bad at that not because i don't think it's great but i just i don't see the point you know what i mean sometimes i just want to leave my career 
you know, at, at my career. I think I'm um, like that as well. Like I'm really bad at being a careerist. I, like I'm, I just, I, I, yeah. Like I look at people on LinkedIn and they're so passionate and I, maybe it's because I work in marketing and it's such a devilish space. Yeah. Like if I'm being honest, like it's, it's a big contributor to yeah. capitalism but also it's a big contributor to a lot of things that I think are wrong in the world. Mm -hmm. And idealistically, I wish I could be a part of like something that's contributing to the world positively via marketing. But like, I think because of, I, there might be a little bit of shame attached yeah. to marketing for me, which keeps me away from speaking about it. But at the same time, I also often feel like people like to act very fluffy about the industry that I'm in when they know damn well that like all that matters is KPIs and yeah. numbers yeah. and like this telling a story thing that a lot of people do they are mostly talking shit, they're mostly talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> so yeah yeah it's, it's it's so so a lot of people you know are on there to have these industry discussions also a lot of the industry discussions that are happening well from the people that i follow are, are very much like creative industry i'm yeah, not in, yeah, I'm yeah. Not in the creatives like industry. to talk i love my industry <laughs> i very creatives much like to job. talk but there's just no space in that regard, you know. So I, I, I never really got into Clubhouse. Before in Nam, yeah. it was my first time yesterday. Um, and I literally only joined because of the commentary on Twitter. Yeah. Commentary on Twitter will send you to many places. And I guess that's why they like blocking promo Twitter now because of the platform manipulation and, and, and the power yeah. that that has. Yeah. But anyway, moving on moving to right on. our topic for the day. Yes. That was a long intro. It was. Um, so today we're actually talking about the conclusions of love. Yes. Like when love concludes and does love actually conclude mm -hmm. or do we conclude the act of being, of being in, love? in love? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man, I was thinking about this the other day. I was um, looking at the episodes that we'd done and I, we actually, I realized that subconsciously we followed the Bongezuya Maban, like the, 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 a very easy narrative of like the beginning yeah. of love, when you're in love, the highs, the lows, and now like Because the after end. you've disappointed yourself and you've betrayed yourself, there's two. What comes? There are two ways, eh? You either pick yourself up and pick your relationship up and have an honest and, and frank mm, conversation mm, with mm. your partner, or it ends. Yeah. You know. And today we're going to talk about the end because we said this thick like Break that. Break up with him now. Leave him today. That is, that is, that is going to be the title. Of the Leave, him, Leave today. him today. <laughs> Please. So yeah, breakups, child. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I I've had, experience. I've had more friendship breakups than relationship breakups. I've even had more family relations breakups than yeah. relationship breakups. And I think I'll start there because mm -hmm. We hardly ever talk about that. Yeah. I think I grew up with my grandmother raising a lot of her siblings' children as well as her cousins' children. And when I look back, I'm like, first of all, that was a very unfair position to be in. Yeah. And no wonder those children may have felt that she was cruel yeah. or the treatment that she might have dished out or the way that she might have behaved as a primary parent could not have always been like sunshine and roses mm -hmm. because there's no way that one person should be taking care of 12 children that aren't their own. But anyway, that context aside, I, so I grew up in like 
So we had like this big shack, right? Yeah. And then it was the family home, like uh, with the history that I'd given to come from yes. a very impoverished background. And sometimes I look around like at the things that we have and I cannot believe that like shit, yeah. I was born in a shack. But anyway, um, we, so we grew up in the shack with like gang people, like at any given point in my family, we were dish my my grand was dishing up more than ten plates. Like in my formative years, I yeah. think up until like the age of five, I can remember that. And within that space, there was this. Or oh, when you're a kid, you look at it and you're looking at this really close knit family that's like so in love with each other. And obviously, as a kid, you can witness conflict from here and there, but you don't have yeah. a full understanding of what you don't is happening. See it what it is. Yeah, and yeah. then like to being now an adult, and literally only being able to count like five people as who I consider family yeah. is such a weird transition. And over the years, I've just realized that as a kid, like I loved everyone, everyone was loving towards me. And that's primarily because I was the breadwinner's grandchild. And like, and then my mom sort of also assumed that position. So I was, I was, I was the breadwinner's child. But as soon as my mom died, and like the dynamic shifted between my grandmother and certain family members, it was like, oh my God, like I'm never going to have these people in my life yeah. ever again. And now as an adult, it's like there are 20, 30 people that I have such fond memories of as a child who on a matter of principle, I could never get along with today and have no relationship with today. And I sometimes look back and I'm like, I actually miss those connections i miss that relationship yeah. but as you get older things happen in your family and you witness people behaving in a certain way and they obviously have their own justifications but you then decide ah, like my construction of family yeah, is not inclusive not of inclusive, this yeah. and it's just been a wild thing that i've thought about a lot especially after i did like my like my ceremony yeah. and it just felt like such an empty like, yes, it was fulfilling and all of that. But when I look back and I look at, like, the way things happen, I look at um, the way my uncle's Gidi was, like, yeah. the way his ceremonies were, it was full of family, it was mm. full of life. And I look at the way my thing was and it was just, like, my immediate family and, like, a few people with the same clan name. But there was no sense of, like, oh, this These is a my, family. Yeah, These are my people. And I'm just, like, very saddened. But at the same time, I understand that... It had to end. Which that's okay, right? Like, I think when we talk about when relationships end, we do kind of need to... There were certain connections when we were in love that were really valuable, that were dope, Mm. that were, you know... At their best. At their best, were amazing. And sometimes you can look back and go, wow, you know, like, at, at that time in my life, that was very... That was what I needed. And mm. sometimes, you know, you long for it, mm, um, depending mm. on where you are in life. And what's like, happening. Yeah, especially in light of what's going on. I can imagine that someone who is sitting alone during lockdown is thinking about, damn, you know, if if I were with X, Y, and Z, maybe things would, would be, be... I'd be less lonely, or I'd be like this, I'd be like that. Um, so I do think when we are, when we do talk about you know, loss. loss and relationship breakdowns. We we don't because I, I think we we tend to do that a lot, and I think we talk about it a lot. Where it's like, 
we don't allow ourselves to feel more than one thing about yeah, the situation, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and because what we tend to think is when you when you say this, it means you want to go back. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. which is that's not the case, right? Because I and you, it's you're a very actually very simple correct. Thought, thought like, process. Yeah. You can be like, I'm proud of myself for getting myself out of this situation, yeah. but I still do miss yeah. this, and yeah. missing Even that doesn't situations. doesn't actually undermine. My decision, my decision yeah. to to get myself out of it, yeah. And I I I I just think I've been thinking about it a lot. Where, yeah, man, like my family over the last twenty years has literally been reduced to like five people, especially my maternal family. Yeah, I think the dynamics are a bit more different on my paternal family because I'm also not as actively involved. Mm-hmm. So, but from like a witness perspective, it's like, it's very interesting to see very different family dynamics where yeah. the people on my mother's side of, of like on my mother's side are very explosive and um, confrontational, which mm-hmm. I think can be a good thing. Yeah. Like they don't pretend, That's my mom's side of the they don't pretend each other. Yeah. So <laughs> they'd rather fight all the time then yeah. act like they're good. And I think on, on this side, things are a bit different where yeah. there is a lot of conflict, but we're going to act like it's not happening. Yeah, and family. as I grow, I actually prefer the conflict side yeah. because then you always know where you stand and people are being more true and honest to themselves. And it kind of normalizes how you should behave as a person as well, even if it, your confrontation style is going to be different, mm-hmm. right? Because I truly believe that the one thing we forget about confrontation is that it doesn't necessarily, and this is something that I've actually been thinking about because yeah. I've been feeling so bad about how my whole life, based on the conflict that I've witnessed, I've been positioning myself as conflict averse. And now I've actually gotten to a point where I'm like, no, man, sometimes the most necessary conflict in a situation is the confrontation you must have with yourself as opposed to the confrontation you must have with another. And then once you've had that conversation with yourself and you've had the chat, you can gauge, is it necessary to have this with the other person? Is this a situation where I, I I must defend myself you know, to, 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 them, to them yeah. or, you know, and, and, and I think that is the learning for me going forward. Yeah. But like, yeah, the breakdown in a, in a, in a family relationship is, is a very sore thing. Yeah. And I, I, I just look back, I'm like, I don't have, like, I've got like one or two aunts. Yeah. I've got like one or two uncles, but I grew up with like this big community of people yeah. raising me. So it's, it, yeah, that's that's one of the most hurtful breakups for me. I can imagine, yeah. On your end? <laughs> well, I have experienced both friendship. I mean, family, they've been there, but to be honest, I think I've been, my parents have been very, they, sh- they sheltered mm. me a lot and I think they still do. Although, shame, they are, every now and then they're like, you know, actually you're a grown up, you need to know these things. Mm, mm, mm. And then, Every now and then they're like, no, we don't want to tell you because we don't want to stress you. So I, you know, I just kind of, I let them do what they want to do. Um, but I think I, I, have, I mean, I've experienced many relationship breakups. Um, <laughs> but I've also re- experienced friendship breakups. Yeah, okay, I'm well. very good at that as uh, well. <laughs> Shed one every year. Each year. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I have a, wow, mine is so, it's ridiculous. I'm going to tell the story. because. Okay, not? let's go. So we had this friend, you know, since high school, we were very close. And then, you know, um, Vasti came through. She moved to a different uh, school. I moved all the way to Cape Town. The rest were in Pretoria. So, you know, obviously we're keeping in touch. 
via BBM mm. when BBM was gone. Then it was what was it? WhatsApp, I guess. Yeah. Whenever WhatsApp came through. WeChat, WhatsApp. We'd always call each other as well. But then, you know, as the years went by, there was kind of like a, you know, uh, there was a distance, mm. like a very notice noticeable distance. Um, and, you know, then I moved back in 2016 and she did as well. And even then, like, there was quite a, like, there was no sense of excitement yeah, 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 about yeah. being, and this was someone I was with all the time, mm, you know, mm. at a point. Um, there was no sense of, like, excitement to be around this person. I think also... Yeah, like, I, I mean, I guess I'll reflect on that after I've told the story. But anyway, 2016, we're trying to try, but it's just not It's happening. not working. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we, you can tell it's not working. Yeah. And then at a point, like, I just kind of removed myself. I just kind of shut down. Like, I just kind of decided already that, you know what? Uh, it's not There's for There's nothing me. I can do here. I'm not going to fight for this. Um, but there was another friend that was still sort of mm. trying. I was just like, yo, do you? Um, and then I don't know what, oh, so we had a WhatsApp group. And she was in it, but like, and we'd always talk, and then this person just wasn't mm, participating. Mm. So then we decided, uh, in hindsight, I'm like, good. oh my God. We then decided that, you know, we're going to start one with without the, the person. Yeah, That's how it always starts. Who are, yeah, who are, who are <laughs> participating. Because it's, it, it's yeah, very it's discouraging. Awkward. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. It's very discouraging. So then we're doing that. And then, I don't know, it was like before my birthday. And she texted me. She's like, yeah, what can I get you for your birthday? And I was like, oh, you know, I, you don't have to, but I guess you can give mm. me this. This is what I'd like, whatever, whatever. And then, oh, man, I feel so terrible. <laughs> but essentially, like, I went, I text, I texted on the group. And you thought and it I was, thought the, it other was group. the other group, the three of us. And I'm like, oh, I see, because I was definitely very bitter about just the way things were going. Things were going, and then for her to come back and be like, "Oh, what, what can I get you for a birthday?" I don't want a present, dog. Like, I want you mm -hmm. there. I want presents. I'm the type of person who's like that. Like, you don't have to give me a present or whatever. Like, let's chill out. Mm -hmm. Let's give me your time. You know. Um, so I went on the group and I was like, "I see, she's trying to buy me." Yo, how old were you then? I was 2016, so I was doing my honors. <laughs> you were old as fuck for I that. Was, I was a grown you woman. You were very old for that. I was a very, let me, <laughs> let me check how old I was. I was definitely 20, 21. I'm dead at us not knowing how old we were dude, in I was turning 22. Yeah, I we was were 22. 22. Yeah. And yeah, so my day was quite busy that day. I think I was... And you were, didn't realize. Didn't realize. So I'm not checking my phone. Like, I've sent this message. I'm like, I'm not even looking at my phone. Oh, Lord. And then I get back to campus, if not... Uh, my place and I check and I'm like oh, the group is booming or did she not participate she just kind of texted oh okay and then she left and I was like oh. and that was the end that was the end like we never spoke after that um, and yeah like I mean I think about it often and I'm like I definitely feel bad for that will I apologize in person no I won't <laughs> I don't know where she is. I don't have her number. I don't know I what's happening. You know, but and also, you don't want to re-trigger them. Yeah, exactly. But, you know. But, yeah, it was just a very, like, I wish we had had a confrontation where it was like, girl, like, what, what is going on? Because when I think about it in hindsight, like, I mean, we were all in university. There was a lot happening, this possibly. This person's alone there. I'm alone there. You know, there's a lot going on. A lot happened during the, mm -hmm. that time, high school, and when we moved back to So Victoria. they're not friends with anyone else? N not that I know of. Uh, not that I know of. Um, but, yeah, like, it was just a very 
it was very i think i also had to go through certain stages where to there was realize, a point yeah. there was a point where i felt very bad about that in the beginning i didn't feel bad mm. i kind of still don't but <laughs> i get that two yeah, feelings can exist at once at once exactly <laughs> But there was a time where I felt incredibly bad about the way things happened because I, I, I had to think back and think maybe the reason why she wasn't so present was because maybe she was going through yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as much as we did try to be like, yo, what's going on? Like, you know, you can talk to us. You know, this and this, this and this and that. Um, you know, part of me was like, maybe we could have tried a little bit harder. That was maybe. maybe but yeah, the maybes, the maybes. The maybes will always will be there. Always maybe. Um, it, they will always be there. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of, part of me felt very bad uh, um, about that. Um, and, and I felt, at the same time, I also felt like, why do you need to feel bad? And it's like, girl, it's really okay. Hey? Like, like, I don't know. I, I think for me, it's very interesting because that feeling bad thing, mm-hmm. every single friendship breakdown that I've ever had has literally been because a friend was in a shitty relationship. Yeah. And them being in the shitty relationship then meant that they started to mistreat their friends yeah, exactly. because people put relationships on a hierarchy and even the people that you think could never or would never literally do. I think even 2016, we were yeah. experiencing a friend not talking to us because they were they fixing were things with an abusing yeah. abusive partner. Like it's like, so I don't know if I can feel bad because I think yeah. I'll, you were there for why the person. Why were you mistreating me, dog? Like, yeah, that, and also that was the other side of me that was like, but why are you feeling bad? This person was mistreating. For a lot of people, it's like, but she was going through this. Fuck but it's that. also, you're still mistreating other people <laughs> through like, what you're going through. Because we, because it did get to a point where some people in the, because I had removed myself quite early on and I wasn't like sort of pulling mm. my weight in that regard, but some people were, were feeling like, oh my God, this person is just using me yeah, for this and that yeah, and the other. There isn't much But of they're not showing up in this they're way. They're not showing up for me in this way. And so there was part of me that was like, yo, you know, actually, nah, like this doesn't warrant feeling bad because at, I... At all. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm just like, also, we just need to realize like the capacity that we truly have and the capabilities that we have. Yeah. There's certain things that are above us. There's certain things that are even above psychologists. Yeah. So when people are going through things and they're treating you like shit, like there's very little... Yeah. room for justification yeah. that you, you you have and yeah. we need to stop doing that like yeah. the same way that those people are centering themselves and yeah. prioritizing themselves in that situation we need to prioritize ourselves Period. too so i for me like i think that's why there isn't a single friendship breakdown that i regret yeah because i re- like where i'm being 100 percent honest when i'm like it's always been because of people having really shitty partners yeah like every single friend that I've ever lost has been because they were in a situation and when I look back, shame Shame drives us to do weird things. And all the friends that I've lost, it's it's been because of shame. Yeah. But even in breakups, once you've had breakups, I mean, shame can really like, I think for me, in some of my breakups, relationship ones, it was uh, um, romantic relationship Mm. ones, I'm rather say. I, I definitely felt a sense of shame uh, in some instances. Like, I mean, the one I had built connections with the people around mm-hmm. this person. And, you know, sometimes it was sort of even outside of, this of the person. person yeah, around. yeah. And, and then the relationship ended and I just felt such a deep sense of shame when the relationship, which was just like, why? You know what I mean? I guess it's because, like, we 
we don't know how to process loss. Yeah. And and it was my y- first time having those types of connections. And you yeah. you you you'll probably I think it's probably a matter of like because we don't know how to process loss and you're saying it was like your first time mm-hmm. it's easier to feel shame because you also now feeling like ah why did i even bother to form those exactly. connections like, why, exactly. did why did i why did i why did i, 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 I protect yeah myself. I so it's like this i should have i should have removed myself you know because typically that's what i was about i was like no i'm not trying to meet anybody yeah laughing. yeah so it I becomes wanna... easier to just like feel all that shame because you're also like too scared to mourn yeah. those other connections that you're mourning exactly. on top of the the romantic relationship itself, yeah, exactly. which I can imagine because like, sure, like yeah. if Lana and I were to break up, <laughs> that's like I don't know how many. Who do we choose? That's, <laughs> that's literally like our entire my entire twenties so yeah. far. Yeah, like that's all the connections that I've formed. Yeah, and I think that's that's a thing like a lot of people say is a danger in terms of not compartmentalizing but i think i would not be true to myself if i ever compartmentalize i'm like yo new colleague hey do you want to go out with my friends like (laughs) i can't keep things apart because i genuinely feel like the people that i have in my life are such an important Man, I'm just trying to, to me. And they're safe. They're safe. Like, exactly. I, I think maybe we're privileged in the sense that it's safer for us to yeah. not compartmentalize. But at the same time, I can imagine how much loss that brings. Because I, I think even with friends, you know, you'll have friends for years. Yeah. You'll have a relationship with, with their parents, yeah, exactly. with their siblings. Like, with that friend, my dad still asks about her. And I'm like, I don't know what I to don't know what to dad. say. I don't that's, know that's what, what I just him. like, when, sh- when things start getting weird, like, it's wild. Like, my last friendship that ended yeah when things started getting i remember like i was flagging to my dad all the time like nah this person's doing this and this mm. this person's partner's doing this this person's doing this and it's like by the time there's a blow the thing blows oh, up or i walk way, away yeah. it's like okay don't ask me about that person again yeah. but also parents are weird because it's not like they've never lost friends so i don't understand why they be asking you about people when they can clearly see i've never you, even in videos them, not anyway all the time what happened to so and so what happened to your friends from when i was a kid okay <laughs> so yeah you were saying <laughs> about compartmentalizing yeah i think i think yeah like I, i'm i used to be of that school of thought of like i need to compartmentalize this person can't be but it's like it's just unsustainable first of all my time is time Very already limited. fuck man like my time is already just like yo and, um and also it's nice to experience a your, person your with other exactly i will not lie to you seeing your partner or your friend with other people mm. or whoever or whoever you like around other people is so like and it's a good wow, thing right it's illuminating because it can it can help you pick up certain things it can either make you like them more because they're actually like a dope person or they're polite or whatever or it can make you and you it know. also i think it's a very important thing to do when yeah. it is safe to do because what it then does is it gives someone with bad intentions very limited opportunities to isolate you because then they see the strength of the bonds that you have but also they also see you relating what what they what they will start doing very quickly when they start seeing you with with these other people and they they see that the way these these how strong these Mm -hmm. bonds are then they start trying to to sow seeds of doubt and 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 you know if you are secure enough in your friendships and you you, will literally able to be like Oh, this is what this person is doing. Yeah, because all of a sudden the relationship 
isn't just about YouTube, but it's it's about building community. Yeah, exactly. Um, which 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 then reminds me of the chats that people then have on social media about like meeting the boys, um, and um, and, get, and being told my boys never been this happy. Uh, there's some people. That's when you know that yeah. okay, <laughs> we're now a you're trying to be a staring or this is a really messed up circle of friends. Yeah, exactly. I think that's like I think once that comment comes out, it's like yeah, no. It's like mm, no. <laughs> you need to gauge. Am I comfortable with being with a person who has people like this around them? Exactly, because your yeah. Person might not necessarily be like lying or whatever, but I I just feel like when men do very stereotypical things, yeah, it's like it's very difficult to then go, okay, like this is very f- especially now that we're we've aged, yeah you put a pop yeah we put a pop like it's very difficult to then go oh my word like oh, like, oh my god like you're you've never been this happy like oh my goodness because niggas just do this like typical I was laughing about this with my wife and I was like. Yo, you know, because we went out for drinks with his friends, and I was like, "Yeah, no, hey, we're gonna get there, and then you know, so they're gonna say these weird things." Gonna, and then we we ended up making a joke about it with his friends. Where I mean, mm, I already knew mm, his mm. friend, and he was like, "Yeah, actually, I've never seen my." And uh, I was like, <laughs> at least it's a joke. Yeah, I'm like, it shows that you niggas just say the shit for the as much as we're joking. It was just like it just shows that niggas say this shit. I mean, although I, I don't know if they, I mean, I guess they meant it. I asked and he said they did, but I was like, hey, yeah, it's none of my business. <laughs> but also that thing is scary, bro, because it then means like <laughs> niggas are bonding over nice. manipulating nice. and deceiving people, and that's very scary to me. I, mean, I know it's a bit of a dark off ramp, yes. but we've been seeing the efforts of group predators mm-hmm, mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention names. I don't niggas, have money. I don't want to be sued. <laughs> niggas will definitely nig. Yeah, that's, that, that's the scary thing. So I think, yeah, I think we've covered yeah. what we could possibly cover, but I think in, 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 in the presence of the loss and yeah. closing of oh, love. We covered how to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask yeah. now. Like, I I think with with family I've just always been like yeah this person mistreated my mom or mistreated my grand so that's that and I've never been interested in their side of the story I don't think I ever will be because Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of the things that I witness it may it's healthier to not have those people in my life and it has been more rewarding I think as I get older and people become more aware of like independence and all of that. Mm -hmm. It becomes very easier for a lot of the things that I never imagined would happen in my family to start happening. Like people are starting like to ask for things like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I need contribution to uniform. I need this. I need this. And it's like, because a lot of my life or most of like my life now has been spent so separated from family, it becomes easier for me to not be manipulated, but to operate from a place of wanting to help whenever there is a need to help. And I think that would be way more difficult if we were still as close knit yeah. as before. So I'm, 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 I'm very grateful in that sense for that, but it still hurts. I think with friendships, a friend recently that I had actually like stopped being friends with in like yeah. 2015 reached out they'd reached out multiple t- times and i think the last time that they reached out it was at a time where i had actually felt like and this it's not that i regret it actually yeah. but they reached out at a time where i'd actually felt like i was unfair to this person to a certain degree mm-hmm. and i was the one that lost 
like my best friend at yeah. the time for something that when I look back is less of an offense than what other people were still keeping their friends for within yes. the friendship circle. And I had never demanded them, them to, yeah. to stop being friends with certain people. And I think because I was much younger at the time, I was more impressionable. I don't think, even though I do not regret the decision, I don't think it was fully me. Yeah. And like we've been trying to communicate, but I think I'm at a very weird place in my life where I, I and it's not like a negative thing, but I my engagement is very low. Like there's so much yeah, life yo, happening every day now, yeah. that like for me to have a conversation with someone it's instead hard, of guys. touching base like once a week or whatever, I'm the type of person now who has like a three hour phone call yeah. once every few months. Yeah. Like that's that's how I keep in touch now yeah. because hey, by the time I'm done with work, like I'm dead. Dude. So so yeah, that's how that's how I'm dealing with things. Mm-hmm. Um haven't had a significant romantic breakup. Probably yeah. last breakup was in grade one. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's uh, from a family and friendship perspective. That's yeah. that's how I'm dealing with things. Yeah, you? I think for me, um, from a, I guess from a romantic relationship point of view, just cry it out. I guess if you must. Cry it out. Just cry it out, dog. Like don't, don't drink it away. Don't try to be a staring. Don't try and get on social media. Don't be a, be a savage. A don't. I'm a, you know. Anyway, fuck that nigga. It's, fuck that nigga. Yeah. But There's like, nothing as dishonest. Come as on, the millennial don't savage. Try don't try to. The millennial <laughs> the savage. The millennial savage, sweetie. The Gen X, Z. Gen Z. What gen I is it? Z. Gen whatever yeah. savage is also like, who are you fooling, my baby? We can see. When I, I, I think there's something in future life that's making these gen whatever <laughs> savages. Don't make them come here and drag us. Oh, you yeah, sorry, guys. Yo, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, those guys are potent. They are potent. They've got that kick and punch. And you Mates. know what is really wild about them? Is there's no bigotry like us. Like, when I was Zero. a teen coming for older people, it yeah. was 100% bigotry. These guys are so smart, so innovative. The clapbacks are out of this world. I'll, I'll give you that. Exactly. So I think in the context of a romantic, just, like, feel it out if you have to... Um, if it's making you sad to the point where you can't function and you can go to therapy, go to Get therapy. I've done that before. Get it some help. Um, you know, and also acknowledge that when you do that necessary work to get over a relationship, the reward is in another relationship. Yes. <sighs> it's not. What did the savages say? Um, the best way to get to him get out of uh, you. Get over uh, a man is to get under one, baby. Eh, please Just stop. have sex. Just have sex. Yeah, don't try don't, get into a don't relationship. Don't talk about the best way to get. Just have sex. <laughs> and stop telling us about over and under. Uh, and, and all those dynamics. Just have sex, okay? And it's also the using of other humans is actually a very wild thing to do. Yes, don't, 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 don't use get, other humans it's to It's nice, heal. guys. I won't lie. The times I've done it. <laughs> It was, you know, it was like, oh, okay, you know, this person is helping me get over it, but don't do it. It's not, it's not nice. It's not right. It's like, ah, because I just. It's, it's only, it's very f- rare situations where you can say that in as much as the person was a rebound, things turned out well mm. and now we're together. No, often you great. actually use the person and you suck them dry and yeah. you walk away. Yeah. And that's Which not makes right. makes you an energy vampire. You don't want to be that person. Also, it's emotional abuse. Like, Period. imagine I'm coming into a relationship with the idea that I'm getting into a relationship and someone's using me to heal. That's deceptive. That's not Stop cute. It. Yeah, and I think that's, that's, it feeds into what people think about, like, oh no, you know, uh, well, one of the things that people think about 
regarding relationships or getting into new relationships and how that doing the work is kind of like the reward or a new relationship is the is reward. A reward of doing the work and it really isn't i think just come out of that i think um, the reward get into a relationship when you want to but not not because the reward, reward is gaining back the trust in yourself yeah. um yeah. learning new ways of coping and dealing with situations yeah. so that when we experience them again the blow is cushioned, cushioned by yes. the, 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 the learnings. Yeah. That is the greatest reward. Yeah. When you experience something that you've experienced before and the work that you've done cushions yeah. you from it hurting as much, I think that's what we should always aim for. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, exciting. Oh, yes. Exciting. Uh, Beginning it's our birthday. Creating. Um, I think it's actually our birthday tomorrow. No. In my calendar, it says to, tomorrow. tomorrow. Why yeah. do I think it was the end of the I month? I think it might be when we, we, we started we all, our, all oh. our different platforms and then we dropped the first episode end of the month. On the 29th, but yeah. it's a leap year. We it's not a leap year. Okay. Every day is our birthday. So as we were speaking about the end, this yes. is about the beginning of creating more memories. Yeah. So our friends at Cadbury gave yes. us three Instax. Mm-hmm. We call them polo. Right. <laughs> cameras to give away yeah. to our loyal uh, listeners, yeah. our community yeah. subscribers. And we had just lo- launched a new YouTube channel where yes. you guys can get exclusively all Esmgoa content. Yeah. And we're proud to announce that we did like a sheet, automated, but obviously didn't film it. it and our three winners are from... Uh, from Twitter, we actually, have, they, I, think I they, guess they, they have enter the same, on all platforms. Yeah, they enter like, on all platforms. Um, it's at Ayanda Being, and who has been a listener since day man, one. Like. And actually, interestingly enough, as you said her name, I just remembered that Ayanda and her partner Nanawe were literally in the beginning. In the beginning, they used to in even help us shoot. Yeah, so it's actually really amazing that she has won. Shout out to this draw. She's been around for so long. Yeah. Love shout you, Ayanda. Out. Yes, a lot. Second a lot. winner, Zanele. Shout out, Zanele. Who's also always calling us out All when, we don't, when we don't film. How does we don't this consistency film. feel? <laughs> what more do you have to say to us? Because we're being consistent. Take that. Take that. And the third winner, Gwenny1822. Okay. Um, That's yes. on Instagram, eh? I think it's on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm not sure. Um, but yes, uh, um, yeah, I think it's on Instagram. Yes, congratulations to our winners. Yay! I don't know if Menzi's going to add effects. It's I hope he work. adds like your name. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's too but much work. Yeah, that's, that's um, us. Congratulations, guys. Uh, thank you to everybody who entered. We are definitely going to have so many more giveaways. Yes. If you've already won, maybe we'll disqualify you. Yeah, you, you know, Just so you can give other people a chance. This is not um, the lottery. It, no. It is once um, off. But yeah, thank you guys so much for um, for one entering, but two engaging, man. You guys have been engaging so much. It's actually been like, like very rewarding to drop yeah. weekly and yeah. have people like conversating with us. Yeah. But also like for the first We'd time like to do more. But uh, life is just yeah. We will. We really we will, will. No, I think once a week is fine. yeah. But no, yeah. No, not as an episode. I mean, as in like engaging Gig- outside and giving of gifts. That. Yeah. yeah. 
So um, yeah, that's us. Yeah. Please don't forget to like, like subscribe, subscribe, comment, comment, join our new YouTube channel, new YouTube and channel. let us know what things you would like us to do. Yeah. We're open to taking suggestions for the month of March. Yes. Um, it is International Women's Month, yes. so we're looking at doing very okay. Everything here is women centered, but Period. you get me. Women centered yeah. topics. So you've yeah. got four chances mm-hmm. to recommend something. Yes. Hit us up. Yes, and that's us. That's us. Yeah. And once again, like I was, thank you so much. Like we're we're two now, aren't we? Yeah, we're two. Yeah, I'm not we're gonna walking. get sentimental, but we're walking now. <laughs> we, you know, we're, we're out te- here. We've got teeth. We've got teeth. We've got a number of teeth. Um, and yeah, you guys have really been with us through all of that. And yeah, we're looking forward. Potty to training is taking some time. Yeah, though. it's a bit <laughs> shaky. Are we still have taking breath milk? I hope not. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, really. not sure. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much.